guys, it's East Meets West with Hussein Kabeni and Steven Zonardo. Good morning guys, I hope you guys are doing awesome. We got some awesome topics to talk about today. We're going to be talking about our week in real estate, how we found the market. We're also going to talk about uh, open houses, if they do work and, and what best strategies to, to do during them if, if they are useful. And the last one, we're going to just touch a base on a little bit of mindset and I think that's the biggest topic in today's society and ultimately to make the, the next step in, uh, in anything you're doing for to make it a successful step in anything you're doing. So awesome, let's flip this hourglass and get going. Yeah. So how was your week, buddy? Week has been awesome. Yeah, it's been really yeah. good. It's you, been look, you look rejuvenated. Yeah, man, yeah. you know what? Like I went through a little bit of a period where things weren't kind of happening. Like, uh, I don't know, I'm at a point where I'm bored. When we do like two or three transactions a month, I get bored and, it's, and, it's, and I feel stagnant. And so it's like when I have a lot of things going on, I feel like very energized. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. It gives me that extra drive to get up. So yeah. like today, like I said, like I was up at 4.30 in the morning loading a listing. Yeah, like, yeah, you, eh? yeah man. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. But yeah, the week has been really good. We had a listing out uh, in Pickering in a new subdivision. Um, we listed it kind of high, yeah. but uh, you know, we'll touch on it with the open house too, because it's a sure. good story for the open house, sure. but uh, yeah. yeah, but it ended up selling, so which is great. Uh, we put another property on the market. Uh, it was detached, double car garage home, priced it right. The presentation is good on it. Um, you know, it sold conditionally already within a oh, few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we even hit the open house, it was yeah. like sold conditionally. Uh, and then we just had a new one, like I said, uh, I loaded up this morning. So yeah, yeah so we got those going on. Buddy, yeah, it's awesome. yeah, and then we got a couple of buyers uh, here and there on the go. So it's great. That's awesome, buddy. How's yeah. your week, man? Good week. It's it's okay. Like we're picking back up. Yeah. I, we had like a, a like I said, amazing uh, first six seven months of the year. Slow down a little bit in the summer. Yeah, now we're starting to pick up. I think as we as I pick up mentally, uh, business picking up. That's too. what it is. Yeah. It's dude, it did okay. We did three transactions last month. We had one. Uh, Almost initially sold on the weekend, which was would have like you know killed this beast. We've had on the market for about sixty days in Toronto, and we're priced right. It's nothing to do with price. It's just uh, uh, you know I look at some clients like before you buy something, just call me, right? Yeah. Like, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. let's chat it out. Let's try to pick you the best unit. Yeah. I don't gotta get paid on it. Yeah. But just to make sure you get the best unit. When you buy, when the when the builders, salespeople sell you the unit that's fronting onto a major road. Yeah. You got you know literally I think it's about. 16 or 17 steps or 18 steps to get up to your main level. Yeah, you're gonna lose a lot of people. Lose, a lot, lose of people. a lot of people. Man. The space is not too big. It's very noisy because you're you're fronted onto a main street, and then you gotta go up another 10 step, 12 steps to get to your bedroom level, and then another 10. You know, it's just yeah. it's a bad unit. Yeah, you're better off in the mid unit where it's all like sort of like a bungalow, everything's on one floor. Yeah. Yeah. Pay a little bit more if that's the case. Sure. Get an interior unit. Yeah. But anyway, so that's my struggles with this. We finally get someone to come to the table. We are far off. I'm gonna. I, I don't blame my client for not taking the offer. Gotta be honest. Like, um, you know, we're listed at 489. We got an offer in at, at 460. They were stuck. You know, and uh, I think my client will take something in the 470s, which is reasonable and on and his end, which I appreciate. But I mean, ultimately, after 35 showings, this is the only real deal. Like I, I kind of told him, I said this might be won't make it up on the purchase, right? Yeah. Especially you're gonna be buying in the 905 area, and it was taking a bigger hit than the, say the 416. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's that. We put up a listing in Bradford. Again, like anything with a 905, even 705 right now is just dead right now. Like, yeah, I, I checked in with the office. We're going from 60 showings a day. We're down to about, uh, I think it's 40 or 35 showings a day, or even less. I think it's almost cut 50% in half. Wow. So it's just like it's both the last seven to 10 days, it kind of felt like no showings on anything because it's still got about five listings out there right now in the market. But it's, it's, so it's kind of interesting. Like, yeah. I mean, and, and it kind of goes with the concept of this East yeah. uh, meets West. Yeah. Because, like, uh, over there, so R905 over there, 
uh, like I said, like if if it's been priced right and whatever it's else, cool. it's, it's yeah. moving. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting dynamic. It, it's interesting because I looked here just Woodbridge and Kleinberg, which is a small area. You got to think it's it's four hundred seven to to Huntington to four hundred to uh, or four hundred to Huntington, four hundred seven to King Vaughn, small quadrant, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe I don't know, it's a fifteen kilometer radius, maybe give or take. We got four hundred six listings. Wow, that's right a lot. Right? That's a lot. Four hundred six listings. For that kind of area. area? That's, that's what I'm saying. Challenge seventies yeah. and detached. It's four hundred six. We got about a hundred selling um, per month, uh, which is pretty good. It's like twenty five percent turnover, but still, that's like four to five months of inventory right now. Yeah. And you're looking at even like the detaches. They've, they've, you know, we had that May is obviously our best month of, the, of this yeah. year, right? And then we went from this big influx. We got into May where it was like we're going into bidding wars almost. And, yeah. You know, there's a lot of activity. And we started tailoring off and now it's sort of flat the 905 but again toronto like i listed that property in uh near brown's line and, and evans area yeah. like or like uh, mimico area literally bidding war like incredible yeah. right yeah and, and that's a 1.3 million dollar property wow. so bidding war so it's, it's kind of thing i think it's all about patience and pricing i think we mentioned yeah yeah, yeah 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 but, but that's good it's been, a, it's been a decent week i think yeah. we're getting back on track <laughs> um and again i think uh it's it's we have to build it inside. Well, that's what you feel good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> just in your mindset, right? Like uh, yeah. you're kind of tracking these things to to a certain point as well, right? I gotta be honest. I've been like shutting it down. I'm not shutting it down, but I'm just like really. I got a few more deals to do for this year here that I want to do, and then just focus on 19. I think my mindset's already on 19. You, you know what I said? So like, like even uh, I was thinking to myself, and and I think I told told you as yeah. well is is that. Whatever we're doing in our business right now, this is next year for me already. Absolutely. Like November first for me was yeah. January first. You like, already shut down. Yeah, well, well, it's not even a matter of shutting down, down because of the transactions in yeah, January. Well, because the thing is, they're naturally going to happen that way now, right? So yeah. the thing is, is that all like okay, so we've got a, a firm deal already, and we have a conditional deal. They're both into next year. The house that we've listed right mm. now today, it's going into next year. So, so the revenue for us Fair is enough. already you're going. Put, you're pushing the jam. Yeah, it's yeah. already going there naturally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so for me. November first was January first. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm gonna push a little bit more. I gotta, yeah. If I can get into this year still, I want to do I gotta, it. I gotta. I'm doing well. A lot of these. I don't know what it is. I find that always in November around this time, October, November, I get these short, fast sales. Oh, yeah, quick ones. Thirty days, thirty yeah. days, twenty days, yeah. like just closing them off. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta lip it the chairman again this year. So it's like. <laughs> I actually had my numbers like, ran uh, the other day. I just wanted to make sure that we're on track and, and making it. I'm like right there, right? Like five yeah. k off. Like, oh, you're you're there, buddy. Yeah, but yeah. that's everything has to close. Yeah, I transfer you five. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> we're full. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, man, that's good. So good, good week awesome. so far. Yeah, good week, good week. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So talk about open houses. Open houses. I know you're really big on them. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like a. I know like there, there's a huge uh, inefficiency about open houses at the same time. And, uh, maybe I shouldn't call it an inefficiency. Maybe I should call it, um, maybe you should call it a misconception right now somewhat, right? So, so the thing is, is that uh, there are people out there that, uh, you know, where we list their property and they're like, yeah. so what do you do in the open house? And, and you gotta kind of explain to them that, you know, the open house isn't really the best marketing tool for your property. Sure. Uh, it does help. I'm not 100% sure either, but I think uh, the statistic was like 10%, maybe even less than that, of the homes actually get sold through an open house or yeah. a visitor from the open house. Yeah. So the percentage isn't that high. Um, but it sometimes does help. Um, so for me, with the, the last deal that we did uh, that just firmed up uh, at the end of last week, 
uh, really, the buyers were a first-time buyer. Uh, they were coming out to a property that was priced at five hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars because their max budget was, you know, five forty, and their max budget was five forty. We were listed at five sixty-eight. So uh, across the street from me, again, a two-bedroom, two and a half washroom home. We're the same thing. Layout's a little bit different. Yeah. We're fully staged and look really, really nice yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to this other property. Sure. So these guys go through this uh, other property. Uh, through the open house and then uh, and then they didn't know I was there uh, Actually, like they knew there was an open house, but they didn't see me online to begin with sure. because I was out of their budget yeah. So yeah. look the open house was slow. So what I did was I was actually standing outside <laughs> and as I saw them come out of the house I was like, hey What's up guys? How was that house over there? And I'm like, oh, it's nice and whatever. Why don't you come check this one out? And they're like, well, what do you listed at? I was like, we're listed at 568. They're like, oh, it's out of our price well, range. What price that? It was 538. So oh, we're $30,000 higher, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So they're like, well, it's out of our price range. I was like, don't worry about it. You're already here. Yeah. Come check it out. You don't have to buy it. I won't force you to buy it. Just come check it out. <laughs> so, so they did. And next thing I know, uh, they're on their phone with their agent. They're calling their agent. Come on. Yeah, yeah, they're calling their agent. Uh, they're asking the agent to come down. Yeah. Uh, and then they go back to the other house. And then the whole family comes back to uh, my house, my listing. Everyone is in that house, man. Like, yeah. uh, 12 people. And we're talking 1,275 square feet over three floors. There's 12 people <laughs> from this family in that house. It's a good test. Great. She sent a picture to the builder, see? Yeah. Accommodate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what ended up happening was is that, uh, like, since they their agent showed up, I didn't want to be pushy with contract sure, info sure. and everything else like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what ended up happening was I got busy with other people. But, uh, you know, someone showed up. Like, I got an offer on my inbox on Wednesday from it. So... I, I really feel like if I wasn't there at that time during that open house, house yeah, yeah, I would have missed it. But like, I mean, what's the real chances? It's slim, yeah, it's but sometimes it, it does convert. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. it does convert. And I mean, I, I honestly tell my clients, uh, you know, it's it, there's a very slim chance of it happening. So if you don't want to do it, like yeah, I wouldn't feel yeah. obligated. Sure. And most serious people are either working with the buyer agent yeah. or they're going to contact Absolutely. you and view the property. Yeah. Like that's what I feel. Like most people that are serious about buying real estate, they're going to contact sure. you regardless. It's not going to be the thing that they're going to just wait for an open house. I, I really hope it's not. A thousand percent. And so this year here, going into 18, things had to change. We kind of had to sell houses like we did yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. So I did, so this is this year here, I've been full of listing, nonstop listing. I very minimum buyers and yeah. all listing, which yeah. is good. It's, you know, for, you know, after seven years of grinding it, we've turned our business yeah. into a listing rather than buying. <laughs> in a market where you yeah, know yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Great, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. But it's okay. We're gonna work it. So open houses, dude. I was doing some of them. Like I tell you, as, you know, a ton of listings, and I was doing even like Saturday, Sunday, and I would actually do two per day. Yeah. I'd like I hammered them out, yeah, and then yeah, I had you know other agents handling other. We had every. It was all across yeah. the GTA, right? Yeah. Nothing, man. I gotta be honest. For me, anyways, okay. like I got you know I got them in. People come in, we chat, da, 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 and I always feel like they're trying to beat up my clients, right? And it's what do you mean beat them up? What would they take and this and that? Are they well, you know, what's their motivation? Do you like the house? Yeah. If you like the house, we'll we'll chat. We'll give you some comparables. Yeah, we'll bring yeah, a fair yeah. offer, then we'll get this deal done. I have like a little not too great patience with that, right? <laughs> because you know, you you sign a contract with these guys, right? And, and all and you know, I take it to heart. Like I'm I'm not that's it. I'm on your side. But I tell my clients, we're on the same side. We're looking in on this problem or or the sale together. Not yeah. um, we're not fit. Don't look yeah, at us yeah, across yeah. the table. We're on the same side. So when I sign that contract. 
they literally just they hired a hitman, basically yeah. an assassin. Yeah. So I, I get these guys in the open house and they ask me these random questions that just don't make sense. And I'm like, I guess I'm getting older and like the talk. Patience is very thin. So you know, and, and I so we we did I don't know how many open houses and I had. Um, I didn't even pick up leads, I'm going to be honest, I'm not even looking for the after, which in my part as, as a real estate agent, as a businessman, I should have been turning whatever leads that came in there yeah. into other business. I don't even make them sign it, i got to be honest, I don't even care. I don't do, this do, you, do you like the house? Do you want to buy it? This is, you know, let's yeah. get this thing to paper. And uh, yeah, no, no nothing, no business out of it, i got to be honest. And the only thing, one of the houses uh, was sold during an open house, Okay. Uh, through, another, through one of our agents, I gave him the open house for the weekend, Perfect. and he did it, he yeah. did it. Uh, and I think... Uh, Characteristics wise, if I was there with those people that come in, it would never have happened. Okay. He's a new agent, just started. God bless him. He did he did he did that sale, and then he took their list and it's a good roll up for him. But you know when you're just new in the business, it's yeah. that you have that uh yeah, extra, extra drive. It's the only yeah. lead, right? You're gonna you're gonna it's, you're gonna it's, it's the only person you got. Yeah. You're gonna put yeah. in the oven, you're gonna keep, you know, put in a little yeah. <laughs> stuff you're, gonna keep, stuff. you're gonna work on it. Anyway, you got it done, right? And that was a house that was listed before two other agents nice. didn't sell, it was expired, we took the listing, uh, took the listing as a, uh, took an expired listing, got on the market, amazing uh, priced it you know, similar to what they had it prior, like just and then we ended up selling it. Yeah, so that was good. It was a good little yeah transition. So I mean it works, uh, like yeah, open houses works to a certain point but you're really not going to get a ton out of it there's a yeah. small chance you're going to catch somebody really we end up with neighbors yeah we end up with, with neighbors and yeah. just curious people curious, and, yeah. and the other the most other common thing i find is is that we find uh, we end up with people that they're looking at a house that's just not at their price point it makes sense yeah like we, we were open housing a house that was 850 and where i'm like so yeah great what's your budget they're like you know 650 650 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't think we're gonna come to terms here see you know a, a typical agent would probably have other listings on them and say okay oh yeah 650 yeah, so, yeah. you know they're looking they basically what i tell my clients too is like i'm not opposed to to the open house if they want me to do them sure We'll do I'm a worker. I'm yeah. a grinder. I'm gonna work. You want me to do it? I'm gonna do it. But I'm gonna give you the caveats between them, right? Yeah. If you want me to put a hundred signs in your neighborhood, promote myself, use your home as my personal office for the next two days, so I can get business, we'll I'm do it. okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be honest because yeah. ultimately, the more signs I have in the area, the more it looks like presence. The more presence yeah. in the area, you're yeah. getting that that. Uh, you know, it, it's true, it works, right? Yeah. And even when New Kleinberg were farming the sure. area, yeah, I want to put on a hundred signs yeah. there, naturally, right? That's that's a business yeah. tool, right? And I'm, not, I'm going to be honest about that. doesn't really help the seller too much. No. More yeah. of an inconvenience no. than anything else. It's, it's, yeah. You know, for their point of view, it's like, okay, we got to do something, like, yeah. you know, uh, and then you know, when we, when we, we list the house, my assistant, at least she'll forward everything. Like this, yeah. is, this is the next steps. Yeah. So at least they know what's going on. Week one, week two, yes. week three, week four, it's like a whole thing, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It comes one shot, right? Yeah. And that's what we're doing. So don't look at like, the open houses because we're even now, like we have listings. I'm handling calls all day. Yeah. And it's pre-qualifying them. Are they good? Are they not good? Are they the right fit? You know, some of these people want to come at, at our throats. And I, yeah. I, I don't take that, right? Yeah. It's very strong that point, right? So. We're only going to present offers that are fair and, and honest in a sense, right? Because yeah. a lot of people are calling you now with the SPP clause, yeah. sale upon purchase clause. Yeah, yeah. Would you take it? Still not there. No, I yeah. would never take yeah. it. Yeah. If we were a rural hunter acres say, in Dundalk, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's different. A townhouse in freaking Woodbridge. Even cottages, you'd consider it. Yeah, like, yeah, not, a, not, a, not something that you're going to have traffic through already. 
and, and you know what? Just before we get off the topic of uh, open houses, and I kind of said like you know from a, from a client's perspective, it's kind of a misconception. Sometimes I have the clients asking like, when are you going to do the open house? Yeah, no, that's, I mean? so, that's so, the mentality. Yeah, yeah so so they they're looking forward to this open house yeah. and and to get traffic. And sometimes what ends up happening is is that when we put up these listings. Um, I like to put them up Monday, Tuesday. Uh, I I like to put them up Monday, Tuesday. And sometimes what happens is that we have an offer by Thursday that we've accepted, Mm. Thursday or Friday. Uh, Or or we get an offer and they're like, well, maybe you should wait until the open house. You know what I mean? Like, I don't blame them because that's what they kind of know. But like, realistically, like, that's why open house is not going to do anything. Even even when you're dealing with buyers, they're like, they're gonna be doing open house Saturday Sunday. Yeah. It's okay. We'll deal with the money. Yeah, <laughs> so don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. 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 I guarantee it. If it sells, like, oh my gosh, I'll be. I'll yeah. have to hand in my my license yeah, to yeah, my yeah, real yeah, estate yeah. career. But I mean, don't worry about the open houses. Yeah. It's not gonna be a big push. Like, like you know, you're you're obviously smart enough and been in the business long enough to be able to go back and do the analysis and say, hey, yeah. does it make sense that this place is gonna sell before the weekend or not? Right. But if not, then. You're only going to give them more leverage, like, like you, you know the offer that I end up getting before the open house, like, uh, and and I have traffic coming through the house right now. I'm just holding them, like I'm not moving on price at all. Yeah. Whereas, like, we really didn't get anybody else. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you had waited after the weekend, we might have been like, oh, okay, we don't have anything yet. Like, and you know, we'd be a little bit more flexible on price at that point. And then you go, then you yeah. you've, ruined, you've ruined that offer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got I, I always I'm a firm believer, especially in today's market. When the word of offer comes in, you got to execute. You you got to work on it. Yeah, like even like uh, my client was asking. The first offer we got was a couple days into the listing, and like, what do we do? And I was like, you know, it's a saying that you've heard or whatever, but I feel like it's really true. It's like usually the first offer you get is going to be the yeah. best offer that you're going to get. 2017, yeah. that that rule was irrelevant. Yeah, because your second, your third, your fourth offer gets always better. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you send them all back. I want more. Absolutely. Yeah, I want more. In today's market, yeah, like that listen I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-five showings. Yeah. And it's the same. It's the same. Like yeah. you, you provide. I provide feedback to my clients sure. every Monday. We, we give them a follow-up. This sold. This we came on the market. Yeah. This is what the agents are saying. Stairs fronted on onto the main road. Yeah. Stairs fronted on the main road. Here at thirty, you can't change time. it. You can't change it, dude. It. If, if they came in, if, if they came in and said, "Hey, like the living room is small," or yeah, this yeah, or yeah. that, yeah. then you could be like, "All right, well, we could play around with this yeah. and whatever." Well, we like we that. did that too. Yeah, because you know the house. It's, so it's eight hundred and fifty square feet between three levels. Yeah, yeah. How much eight hundred and fifty yeah. square? Feet? Wow, that's tiny, man. Yeah, dude. Right. So you, but but it's like, uh, over three floors. Yeah, that's because, like the size of this room stacked in three, man. So basically, you get your kitchen in your family room and a bathroom, right? To the powder, and then you go up. You got a den, a bedroom, and a three-piece bath, right? And then you go up. There's like a little landing where your mechanical rooms, and then you got your roof terrace. Yeah. But it's a cool unit for the city, I think. You know what? Like people are used to condos. Sure. Yeah. At yeah. least you're splitting up it's your, a, your it's living space. It's a little bit different. And, yeah. And, and yeah, you have your rooms on a separate floor, so if That's you're right. entertaining, it's it's a little yeah, bit. Someone can crash out and stuff like that. And plus, yeah. you got a den. Like, yeah. and it's easily it's the size of an actual bedroom. You can convert yeah. it to a bed. Yeah. I think it's a really good unit. Just it's just your front end of the Wilson, and you got. Uh, you got, a, you you got, got this, 20, 20 steps that come up, right? You know what? Uh, you kind of touched on it, uh, and, I'll, and I'll reiterate with another client of mine that I'm working with right now. So, so the thing is, is that like I'm the same way. Like, call me. Uh, you know, if you're gonna use me in the future, whatever, just call yeah. me and ask me what yeah, I yeah, think yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, so I have a client that uh, I started working with them uh, just over two years ago, looking at resale. The market was nuts. I don't blame them. They yeah. kind of dropped off. And I never heard back from them. And I know them from like my past, like when we were kids and stuff like that. So I didn't really bother them or whatever else like that. So, 
you know, do what you got to do, fine. Uh, and then they called me a little while ago, and they're like, hey, well, I, I saw it through social media that sure. they bought a new yeah, construction, yeah, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We're whatever. signing the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all signed. I swear me. Okay, cool. So, yeah. so, but then they call me shortly after that, and they're just like, yeah, this place sucks. Like, we didn't know it was near, like, this, like, uh, you know, subsidized housing, and, and the neighborhood's like this, and, and there's people running down the street, like, at this time, and... It just turned out to be a really bad uh, decision for them, and they got kids. You know what I mean? So, so why, why why wouldn't they feel that they can call you? Like uh, I, even my clients sometimes they make these rash decisions. Because I, because I think it's uh, they they feel like if they, if they're if you're gonna, if they're going to reach out to you, then they may feel obligated, or yeah, yeah. Uh, they're going to have to compensate you in some kind of manner or whatever else like that. Or they feel bad for wasting your time. It, exactly. You're not getting paid. Exactly. Yeah. But see, like I think you and I are both on the same page. Whereas, like I don't care. Call take, me. Take out an hour. You know what I mean? Go there, and we can make the decisions pretty quick. Yes. Whereas, look, we know the right questions to ask, yeah. and we can decide yeah. for the bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Especially. With the, with the selling agent there, yeah. the builder, boom, 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 boom. Where's yeah. your best units located? Let's cut through the, sure let's cut through the red tape. Let's get their best spot. Be- because and, uh, because yeah. you know what? Like the same thing happened to uh, my clients now. It's like uh, basically they were dealing with the. So they were in a position where uh, everything that we looked at didn't quite meet their criteria. On top of that, like this was two and a bit years ago, it didn't meet their criteria. And on top of that, like I'd be walking around with my iPad and be like, "You like the house? I'm here. Like, <laughs> like you gotta buy this now. Like uh, tomorrow, go call me and tell me you wanted the house to sell tonight." Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, and, and then they walk into the sales center, and there's one unit left. They're like, "There's one unit. You're gonna buy it? There's one unit. We could, if you leave us a five thousand dollar deposit, we could put a little sticker on it and hold yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then you got that pressure. Then you don't have time to think, and Absolutely. you're just like, boom. Okay, I gotta buy it. Yeah, yeah pressure tactics. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel right about rushing into buying real estate, especially if I don't fully understand it. Got it. Like the last two houses I bought, I I haven't rushed into them. I've done my research. I knew exactly what they were. Yeah. But the decision came very quickly. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah the but you had the quickly. education yes. prior. You yeah. Do yeah. The house yeah. I live in right now, like I like I didn't know the builder. I didn't know anything really about it. All I know is is that they had like a couple of lots left. I literally left my house with my checkbook and I left and I'm and I'm like I'm buying this place. Like I don't care yeah. what happens, one of these lots I'm buying them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you kind of already you know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. It's even now with buyers I find now and I think they might think that I'm very difficult. I think I was telling you about this. But I mean so we, we, we now there's so much inventory. There's a lot. There's so we're looking 19, at nineteen thousand oh, in GTA. Well, eighteen sixty. It's eighteen thousand uh, yeah. something now. Yeah. It's actually come down. It's come down a bit. But so going back to Vaughn, like under eight hundred twenty thousand, a semi-detached or townhouse. There's about like sixty to look at, which is like crazy, and they're all pretty decent properties, yeah. right? So now it's like this is pre-qualified time, yeah. and I'm like. Corner lot, no good. This is no good. This is no good. This is yeah. And it can narrow it down from, from like 60 to 11. Yeah. And then 11, we want to take it down to 5. Yeah. And then, you know, your clients are saying, well, we want to go see this. No, we're not going to see this. Why? This is a... And you have to like sort of argue with, no, it's overpriced. Look, yeah. this is the value. We're going to see... We're, I'm only going to show you things that I would buy. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I can appreciate where you're coming from with this property. But at that price range in this area, it doesn't make sense. I said that's yeah. already thirty k overpriced. Yeah. But can we take can we take it down because the market's you know in, in that matter where we can negotiate? Yes, but they're already at a price point that doesn't even make sense in the yeah. market. Yeah. If they were priced at, at the you know maybe two percent higher yeah. than market value, then we can chisel them down. When they're already five percent over market value, it's tough. What, what do you mean? We're going to take them down five percent and, yeah. and pay full par- price for this property? It's not even worth it. There's too much inventory to fool around. Yeah. So literally just bring it. In, man like like an like literally like an assassin just kind of narrow it in just like boom and again like to my clients we're going out 
This is uneducated. And I tell them going out, this is educational period. We're going to look at these five houses. I'm going to show you five different products and where you're going to be. And then two, because we're looking between Bolton and Woodbridge right now. These are the five products here, like, and these are the five-year bond. Like now, where you want to be. Yeah. So that is, I go, it's all education. We're not buying anything in the next two two visits. Yeah. So we're going to educate you, yeah, get you up to par, show you value. Yeah. And then when, when that jam pops up, when you walk into the house and you have that feeling. You're going to know. You're going to be like, boom, let's put this off yeah. together, get yeah. it done. And, and I think, so it's cutting through all the bullshit to make the right decision. But the educational component is absolutely right. Yeah, so whenever I start working with the buyer, yeah. the same thing. Like, you know, I tell them, like, we're really not gonna go buy something unless it really resonates yeah, with you yeah, like, yeah, right yeah, away, yeah. and that's a different yeah. story. But yeah. right now, we're gonna go check out this, check out this, and see, yeah. and so you understand what you can get for this price point here, this price point absolutely. here, yeah. uh, and then you can make the right decision. Same thing, same, so same way that you're doing we're, it. We're, we're, yeah. it's in, we're in class, yeah. Yeah. and I'm the teacher, and I'm gonna show you the path to, yeah. to righteousness. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what I tell my clients too? A, a lot of the clients that are buying townhomes and semis yeah. and maybe even a single car detached home, I, I tell them up front, like, look, I want to make sure I give you the right advice and even push it to a certain degree. Sure. Because I'm going to be around in five years, three to five years when you want to sell the property. Absolutely. And I don't want to have this problem in three to Absolutely. five years that you're like, well, what, why do we pay so much for By it? Far. Yeah. By far. No, yeah. no, 100%. Yeah. I think that it, we've come to a point in our career where it's, it's not about today's business, but no. tomorrow's. Yeah. Right? And, 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 yeah. I, and I tell all my clients that yeah. straight up. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like, you know, I'm not here to do this one transaction for you. It's like, this is going to be a long term relationship, right? I was talking to a lawyer yesterday, and he's dealing with um, sellers. They don't want to sue their realtors. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with us, our office. It's 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 actually in the city, way way far away from us. Yeah. But so so this, the 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 listing agent tells the sellers, Mr. Seller, we can get you X for your house. No problem, no brainer. That that salesman, you know, car salesman talk. Yeah. And I, we shouldn't even say car salesman. Just just that that yeah. the high pressure tactics bullshit talk. Well, We're gonna get you X. Don't worry, buy the house. You're gonna. So they buy the house. Yeah. And now today, because the house they couldn't sell, they're at an X price where the realtor said, where it made sense to them to buy this one because if they sold here, they had enough money to cover the next property. Then let's say it's 850, then it's 825, now it's 799. Now they've closed on both properties. Then you know the realtors, don't worry, Bridge, it's gonna cost you only a thousand dollars. It's not bullshit. It's 150 bucks or 200 dollars a day, depending on the size of the mortgage, yeah. right? So now now it's gonna cost them about 6k to carry this bridge, and he still has the other property. Wow, and it's not sold. Not sold. So yeah. now, now the seller wants to sue the realtor, and now the lawyer says, "You signed everything." Yeah, yeah. yeah like, why? Yeah. How did you choose this agent? Yeah. And I think people don't understand that. Like, I had, I told you that those clients, I had to literally just drop because they didn't understand it. Those people need to take a beating, yeah. deal with someone that's really because sh- they they dealt with dealing with someone like yourself or myself. It's everything's up front. We're not gonna we're not gonna put you into harm's way. They need to take a beating first, yeah. and then understand what they have. Yeah. It's like when you you're dating, you're like, you had this great girl. And you know she was the best, and she did everything for you, sweetheart. But she brushed her teeth left and right, and you dumped her yeah, because you're yeah, yeah, right? so yeah, yeah. just making some extreme yeah, example. Yeah. And then you understand, and you went through a few crap, and then you had yeah, you had the one yeah. right. So I think that's that's most important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, like even the the client that we signed up right now, uh, he's been through some like uh, in my area, like what you would call like the the bigger names or or like sure. the known names. Yeah. Uh, some guy I know. Yeah, huh? Some guy I know. You know some of these people. So, so, so they've dealt with them. Is it my friend there? Huh? That guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one, one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this this client of mine now uh, has actually moved around to a couple oh, of different I think he told me this one. Yeah, so, so they moved around to a uh, guy buying land? Is the guy buying land or something? 
That guy too, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I get a lot of these people actually at, at the end of it all, and um, so, so you know, they, they move around to bigger, bigger names, and then they get told all of these things. Yeah. So, one of the uh, the the other ones that came up to or yesterday was is that they dealt with somebody that had like a huge presence and whatever else like that. Uh, called for a listing or whatever else. Uh, this person sends like a newbie. Yeah. A newbie just uh, out of nowhere yeah. just came and listed her house and th these guys are like, I don't even think he knew what was going on. Like, yeah. in fact, I think uh, my clients at this point right now have more experience than this agent that they that wow. they actually sent. Um, you took the listing now? Yeah, now I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a strange thing when you run a team, right? That's my hold back a little bit with that because I don't know, you need, you need partners, not new yeah. you know what I mean? It just takes like a certain dynamic, right? Like uh, to make it work and, and then like we're not running big big corporations where people are going to get lost in the mix yeah the, the thing is is that you're dealing with uh, like you're you're around each other so so it all sometimes can also become a personality uh conflict at the same time you know what i mean because like me i'm just like uh i'm a little bit of a slave driver too right so the thing is is that if i see someone playing around on the computer like what are you doing yeah. What are you doing? Like, let's get out there. Like, it's not a safe driver. It's yeah, work yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you, you let's get out there. Let's do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta do it. Like, like sometimes, yeah. uh, sometimes I get an answer is just like, oh, like I'm just checking this and I'm waiting for this. We're not waiting, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, man. Yeah. Like I've never received a deal while waiting. <laughs> yeah, I've never received a deal while waiting. Yeah, yeah. You see the follow up now in offers when people show your property. Are you are you going aggressive with the agents that are showing properties? I popped up. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like in terms of getting feedback. Yeah, always. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm on like stalking agents right now. Yeah, but but you know the uh, and maybe off topic again, but yeah. it's just like uh, you can page a lot of agents at their office and they won't call you no, back. No, never. They're not going to call you back. Never. So I literally have all their phone numbers found. No, no, I Google their numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I find their direct cell phone numbers. Even text messages. Sometimes they don't reply. I call them. Yeah. And and quite honestly, I have a different way of approaching them. Just like you would kind of uh, know how to talk to a client or sure. whatever else. Yeah, yeah. I have a different way of I'll yeah, talk yeah. to an agent in yeah. a different way. Yeah. Just to make sure you extract the feedback. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, now it's become more valuable than anything else. You, uh, you know, sometimes I even run across people that have had their house on the market um, and it's expired now. And, and you'd ask them, what happened? What happened during the showings? Like, what was the feedback? Why didn't this house sell? Well, we had a ton of showings, 35 showings, um, but uh, I, I really don't know what happened. So, so that to me is a big, yeah. uh, like, no, like you should yeah. know, just yeah. like what yeah. you do every week is follow up with your clients and say, hey, like this is the feedback, just like you know your property in downtown, what are your problems? So the you, stairs and fronting on so Mesa. You, so you look at that, yeah. if that's the problem, you can't eliminate that naturally because you can't cut no, you the can. stairs and put yeah. a landing between yeah. it and you can't shape the unit and put an entrance on the mid. Uh, building rather than, than fronting up the main street. It's price. Yeah, it's price. And and, and that's why, like you yeah, said, okay, maybe my like, guy's gonna go for what, like the four sixty. Four sixty. Yeah. Well, he came in at four sixty. The offer, right? He came in at four fifty, and we yeah. got up to four sixty. Yeah. And he wants like four seventy ish. Four seventy ish. Yeah. yeah but, but but after thirty five showings, man, like to me, I don't know the property or anything yeah. else like that. At a certain point, I'd just be like. If that's the only real offer you got for the property after 35 showings and maybe 60 days on the market, maybe this is it. It is it. Maybe this is it. I'm, I'm praying now that it's not because obviously the, those buyers went. And I begged this. So the agent came in at 450. She was supposed to get us 460. Client said he would take a look at it. We got a 460. This is on Halloween. Negotiating oh, this yeah. deal, right? And uh, they, she can't get her clients the paperwork. My clients like, screw it. We're done, right? A week. I've been stalked here for a week. Every other because my client said, yeah. "Take a look at the 460." So I wouldn't have wasted time. Yeah. He said, 460. So I called her. Ding, ding, text call, text call, text call. 
Like, don't show their properties. Yeah, Come on, yeah, just yeah. give me that 460. It's like, you know, reselling the property to the agent. Yeah, yeah. You get the 460, my client's like, nah, I'm not taking it. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. What happened? I was, I was uh, on Sunday putting my Christmas lights out. My, my, my heart dropped to my feet. I'm like, why? So you got the 460. I got it on paper. Everything was done. The agent, that, you know, he talked to these guys. Yeah. And he, you, you know, we're, we're salesmen, yeah. not only to our, to our clients, but with the, the other, sales, uh, other agents. We have to be better, stronger, yeah. smarter. Than us. <laughs> so it's like we get we get the operates in writing. She's like, it's a slit. For her, it's in her mind, it's a slam It's done. done. And then I'm trying to, you know, explain the benefits from this thing because it's a 20 day close. You're out of there in the whole thing, right? You know, you know, I, I don't I, see that the help, that property going more in value. That's the problem. That's maintenance goes up and fees and yeah. stuff. Maintenance yeah, fees yeah, goes yeah. up. Once it actually closes, usually those fees go up. Sure. But, but there's two things I didn't like about that. Uh, just my observations, right? Two oh. things. Like, so, so your client is like, I'm going to look at the offer. So yeah. now you chase down this offer. Yeah. You're begging this agent more or less to send you this offer. And she's probably, or he is going to their client and saying like, no, you got to write it. You got to write it. They're going to look at it. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah, chance yeah, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And, and, and now your client doesn't end up taking this offer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so to me, a certain point, it's just like, oh, you can't really control, uh, obviously, that. No, outcome, but then, no. but with the other I don't, agent, I don't blame him in a sense because you're, it's, it's 30K off, right? It's not, I wish the agent could have came up another 10K. She, she met us in the middle at the 470. They're getting a great deal. The last yeah. one sold for 485. That was the uh, same unit, but I believe it was an interior unit. But 15K off, they're yeah. getting a good deal, good yeah. unit, and away you go. But at 460, I don't blame them either. It is yeah. low, right? Yeah. But, but then how long? Do, do you know what I mean? But is it like, I, I guess there's a lot of uh, factors too, right? Living in the property, just holding it, like. Well, for him, it doesn't matter. It's his home, right? So yeah, if, if it's your home, then yeah. it's a different thing. Yeah. You're still living in the property. I don't blame him. It's not like you have a holding cost. No, 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 no. Like, no. you got you to gotta pay to live somewhere, anyways, living, right? Yeah. I, just you, my staging costs. Yeah, like getting plugged. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Which I don't care. It's an investment we got to put into sure, the rock course. Yeah. If I didn't stage it, it would never have looked the way it did. Like, yeah. You see the thing uh, presents itself on uh, just on the internet, yeah. like amazing. But we, we talked about this, and, yeah. and the presence has to be there has with you know eighteen, yeah. nineteen thousand listings available for sale right now. You got to be able to stick out. Stand yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Good then. Um, what do you want to do, buddy? You want to do something on mindset? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Okay, so we—I mean—we've been reading this book now. Me and Hussein are actually going through this book. This not is only not, reading it, we're yeah, like we're analyzing it. this book. This now. is my sixth time reading it because yeah. look at the wear and tear. Of this yeah, thing. Crazy, <laughs> it's all stained up, food dropping on it, but it's good. So we were talking about what persistence. We were talking about persistence yesterday, yeah. And uh, interesting topic, eh? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely. Uh, definitely something to look at right persistence I think so you, we were talking about it too like um, my first year of real estate made 100 grand right yeah. it was like you know coming from carpentry I was making 50k a year and then now basically you're handed up. 100 G's yeah and I didn't have to I didn't get any calluses through it and have to climb yeah, my roof yeah, yeah. I didn't get my I didn't have to freeze my butt off you know it was it was good right it's to me the success yeah. so you double yeah, your money and something you didn't know in a market that was in 2017 yeah. so it was like 2010 was a different market right it was it was sort of like this now yeah. So uh, looking into that, I had my real estate coach, which was the Mike Fager organization. I was with them for about five and a half to six years. And my coach on the phone, and she's like, Stephen, you got to make more calls. You got to go out. You got to, you know, more expire listings. You got to do more sale by owners. And it's just like, and I'm sitting there taking this in. And I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. lost that, 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 that sort of drive, right? And then um, I think we were chatting about just, just creating, just making your goals bigger. Yes. Making your, you know, the everything a lot larger, right? And and, and again, and, and finding your why, I think was big for me. So finding my why was, there's a few things, and over the years, it's, it's obviously, 
you know, grown and elaborated. But the first year was basically, you know, to prove it, to prove myself to this yeah. organization, the, the code, not even to the company like Roller Page where I was at, it was to Mike Berry. Like my goal was to get on the stage and be interviewed by one of the coaches, which I did. I got yeah. it just before I left. That's I, awesome. I, I aggressed out of it, which was cool, right? And um, so that so that was those were my goals to prove it to the system that I can be one of the top yeah. agents there. People can ask me questions, and also in progressing, it was then it was your family. Obviously, you know my wife. She's she hasn't worked in a year. She's got one of the toughest jobs is raising kids naturally, but to keep her home was a yeah. big commitment to me because financially, you of gotta, course, you got to pull your weight, right? Uh, and, and then at the end, and obviously giving the kids a better life, and then legacy. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna leave behind? Yeah. Right. I yeah. Don't want, what am I going to be like top three max agent? That's my legacy. I think it's a little poor. I got to be honest. Yeah, I don't so, know. I thought originally that was a good goal. Originally, I thought that was a good goal, but I don't know. It's like a donkey with yeah. a carrot. We have to create these carrots to chase them until there's that point where that breaking point where like, okay, we need a new carrot. Yeah, a new you, bigger carrot. You know what, man? Uh, I think you're 100 percent right. So, so like even me, like being honest and personal. Yeah. Uh, I actually lost focus. Like yeah. so, wherever I am right now in my life, I never ever thought I would actually make it here and I share this openly with everybody yeah. but but the that's thing, why we get along yeah yeah and, and and you know what like I never ever thought I'd be here everything that I have right now and, and I don't have as much as other people and whatever and I don't look at it that way yeah. but everything that I have right now is honestly beyond my expectations like the house I have the cars I have like whatever I have is beyond my expectations sure. so so when you when you dream like that as a kid and you get to this point, <laughs> it, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. It's, it's honestly a weird feeling. And it's just like, where do I go from here? Like, I thought this was going to consume my whole life yeah. to get to the point of where I'm at right now. But I have a lot of life left in me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so do you kind of get like, for me, I actually went through a down period where it's just like, all, to be honest, get depressed. You get to like I got depressed and it was just like, you, where do I go from here? What do I do? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And, and you know through some of our conversations and stuff like that and quite honestly I still haven't figured it out I haven't figured out what it is but you know what I realized was is that why I got to where I am right now is because I had these goals in my mind you know my goal was to you know uh, buy a buy a condo and then move into a nicer one and then buy a detached house and then move into a nicer neighborhood and then get this so I've always had these goals in my mind and I've been very 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 persistent so sure. just to kind of build up my personal life or whatever those were my goals and it's a real yeah. driving force yeah. 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 and a lot of times like uh, and I tell this to people as well is like I would commit to things that I have no idea how to pull off like uh, I, I would go and sign a deal for a house and I'm just like Oh, okay. So forty or sixty thousand dollars. Like, how will I come up with sixty thousand dollars? So there's no idea That's true. of how you're gonna do it. Like, even even when I bought my uh, second condo at Young and Shepherd, like honestly, like I had help getting a mortgage. I had help getting a mortgage, and it was just like I'm signing the paperwork and I'm laughing. And and she's like, "Why are you laughing?" I was like. I have no idea. I have no idea how we will pay for this condo. Like there is no, I, like I don't make this much money. Like it doesn't make sense to me, but you know, I've always put myself in those type of situations and it's just Scoring like, pain. yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, I think once you put yourself in that situation, your mind kind of works in a different way yeah, and it helps you obtain it. Right. Yeah. Like, 
Because it becomes your, and, and it goes no, back to the book, right? Yeah. So it goes back to think and grow rich. It becomes a burning desire and it becomes the primary thought in your mind. And when that is a primary thought in your mind, that's all you can really kind of focus about on and about, right? It becomes tunnel vision and that's your only goal. So when I got to a point where I achieved these kind of goals and whatever else like that, where do you go from there? Yeah, yeah. You know, and one of my things was is that, so I worked the Pickering market and my thing was, and I got up every morning and had the affirmation that I'm going to be the number one agent in Pickering. Yeah. And, and people thought I was nuts, but I'd get up in the morning and this is what I'd be chanting. And it happened, yeah. you know, and like in such a, and I want to call it as such a short period of time. Like I was working on Pickering market for three to four years and I, and I was number one in terms of volume sales. That's amazing. And all yeah. of Pickering. Yeah. That's it, for me, it was yeah. unbelievable at the same yeah. time. Like, I didn't expect it. I had Christina at our office run the numbers through RE stats and just, like, you know, where am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's yeah. like, she gives me all the numbers for, like, Durham and, or Toronto, top 1% of Toronto. Okay, I knew that. Uh, and then Durham, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then yeah. she's like, Ajax this. And then she's like, Pickering, number one. I was like, oh, that's amazing. That's crazy. Was like 20- I think that was 2016. Amazing. Yeah, I think 2016 yeah. that that was, and I think uh, last year 2017 I was number two in in volume sales. And you beat those are some big guys with teams too yeah. that you beat out, right? Yeah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. Good. So that was across across the board there. Yeah, but but it's just like really, um, you know, having those goals and wanting to chase them down. So when you when I got up to a point of where there's like you got everything, and then it's about really. Um, reaching up, you know what I mean? It's reaching up and connecting with uh, different type of people where, where their minds are at, right? Like, uh, like I know people with like, that live like crazy lifestyles that are somewhat close to me. Yeah. And I just look at them now and it's just like, oh it's wow. Like, yeah. and, and not in a, in a bad way or anything no, 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 else no. like that, but if you no, look at them possible. and you're just like, hey, it's possible. There's like, a possibility there. Like there's yeah. another level to yeah. reach up. There's yeah. so many levels. Remember I was telling you, I was, I was you know, in, in this, Good thing about our business too, that we can push, 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 work hundred hour weeks, then you have like a break to kind yeah. of think. And then, you know, when you're processing, when you're, you know, depression is, is, is everywhere, yeah. right? And and I face it too, you get those mental burnouts and you have to rebuild yourself to go forward. 2015, I had a big one, 16. This year here, I won't have one. Yeah. Uh, so 15, 16, 17 yet too. 18, I'm not going to have it. Yeah. I've been so steady Eddie this whole yeah. year, which yeah. is fantastic. It's, 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 I'm growing up. It's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. things, right? Yeah. Uh, but I was watching, it was on Netflix, remember uh, Mega Yachts? Yeah, 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 you were telling me about it. I got a little Mercedes C43 AMG, it's like, it's, it's the best bang for the buck AMG. Sure it's not like it's a high-end car, you know, it's, 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 it's expensive, but it's not. It looks more expensive than it actually is. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, for our source of income, I, sure. think, I think we've underrated yeah. like, what, we, what we can afford by leasing, let's call it, right? Uh, which is cool on our part. But these guys are in Mega Yachts, $300 million yachts. Sitting and they use it like two weeks out of the year and they're like it's all good. I was I was scratching my head and go what the hell am I doing? I think there's so much more out there and I think the more you chat with people the more you you know But but good honest people people that have succeeded yeah. with hard work like, I want to just stick to that like I want to there's sure. a few people I want to idolize especially sure. in, in my uh, Neck of the woods here that just started from ground up like literally wheelbarrows in, in asphalt and now yeah. a billion dollar company, right? Yeah, hard work for persistence. Yeah commitment and, and again a burning desire on the goal and I think that there's so much out there. I think even now we're selling real estate at a high volume level, let's call it, because we are high volume sellers. There's so much more to this. I think uh, we can easily add a few zeros to our income. Easily. Yeah, it's easily. It, yeah. And, and if we put our, our effort, what we do into into selling real estate yeah. and we put it into other avenues, let's yeah. say in the real estate game, like more in the state, the development the and, and land assembly, you put that same yeah. effort into that industry. Yeah, you're, it's you're, huge. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's huge. Yeah. 
but yeah, like I mean, uh, overall the the book study has been going good. Uh, I yeah. mean, like I've gone through that book a bunch of times on audio though. Yes, yes. I don't know, man. Like maybe I've gone through this book like ten times in audio. I always pick up something else, yeah, something yeah, yeah, different, yeah, yeah. No, or whatever else like that. And now that we're like got kind of going detail to detail, like I have notes in this notepad of stuff that I've written down, and it's just it's, like it's, it's amazing. It's crazy what, what we're finding in this. I'm reading now the. Uh... So the Sixth Sense, do you read into that right now? Uh, I've gone through it, but I haven't gone through it in detail like we have with the other chapters. Pretty pretty intense stuff. Yeah. Like So again, like we're studying this more than, than reading yeah. it. This is my sixth or seventh time with this book, right? I'm going to read it at least once a year. Even last year in Fall, yeah. I had that book with yeah, me. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But you know what? The it's one the thing, Bible. from the persistence part of uh, the chapter, there was one thing that we talked about yesterday too, and that I really found interesting. So a lot of times, like, I don't know, maybe I think differently or there's a small portion of the people that think in this way. I'm always looking at things at a very high level and I'm always focused on what is out there and sure. and what's like, you know, one year, five year, 10 year, 50, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever out there. Yeah. And one of the things is, is that, it, you know, it, it basically the book challenged you in a way of saying the next hundred people you run into, ask them what their goals are, what their ambitions, goals are in life and, and what they're trying to accomplish. And it said 98% of the people will not be able to give you an answer. Yeah. That's a lot of people. 98% of the people will not be able to give you an answer. And if you if they give you an answer, it's going to be something kind of generic. I'm looking for happiness. I'm looking for uh, good health. Uh, whatever gonna, they're programmed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that if you ask me what I'm looking for, like I can give you like specific lists of it's detailed it's, it's a wish list. Yeah. But, but it's how many years, right? Yeah. So even, even last year we were in Collingwood, remember Blue Mountain? Yeah. You've seen how like over seven or eight years of doing this, like you keep adding on to it, yeah. it becomes elaborate. I, so I've been chrono chronologically uh, documenting everything I've done the last eight years. So I have, I think it's like 28 pages. Wow. And it shows every book I've read, when I read it. Wow. So it, and I'm doing this for my kids because yeah. they say, dad, how do I become successful? How do I do it? I'm literally going to drop this thing and A just blueprint. read. Yeah. This is what I read. Sense. This is what yeah. I read it. This is. So in 2016, these are the books I've read. That's this awesome. is my outcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what I put. I invested in like this read companies and putting money in. Like there's there's so many levels. This is what I incorporated. This is my diet. Yeah. Like I swear to God, I went to that that depth. Wow. That's diet. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know, man. Watches I bought, what that's I bought, crazy. what I paid for. It yeah. is like I, I'll print it out for you, but it's insane. That's awesome, yeah. man. Like, I think that's so important, right? Yeah. And uh, the more you and, and again every year you need this book needs to be read. And you're gonna add on to whatever list you have, right? Yeah, which is great. Yeah, no, that's good, man. It's good, buddy. Cool. I'm gonna plug it up. That's it, buddy. Okay, buddy. All right. Join us, guys. Uh, I think we got a couple more subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. Listen, you know, yeah. this is good. <laughs> no, and and uh, we're getting out there. And again, yeah. like uh, anyone that's watching or listening to us, uh, we really encourage you guys to send us some questions. Yeah, we don't want to drag this thing out too long. Uh, we did get a couple more questions, and we'll try to touch on them. Yeah, for sure. Time. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah most definitely. All right, guys. Awesome, guys. We'll, we'll talk soon. Take care. Ciao.